From the Metropolitan Campus of Fairleigh Dickinson University, this is WFDU-FM and HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's home of retro radio oldies and eclectic weekends, streaming worldwide at WFDU.FM.
Mine. 
Valle Grande y Feo, que decía, yo me la como. Se enteró de que Lugalú estaba en algo en Nueva York y quiso coger un jet. Pero el tipo era muy grande y no cabía en el avión. Entonces se montó a caballito en el avión y ya tiene a Guatusi bailando en Lugalú. ¡Fuera, Guatusi!
is here. When you got the blues, call on us, baby. The blues is great. Yeah. Yeah, baby, get it straight. Everybody.
Sunny, 
Can you hear me well? I hope so. You are tuned into Que Viva La Musica right here on WFDU, WFDU FM 89.1 FM on Saturday, this beautiful Saturday afternoon. And we have. What is that? Oh, is that me? Oh, okay. No. What so was it? We have a special guest in the house, my beautiful people. If you have been listening from the beginning, from 1 o'clock, uh, we've been playing a little bit of. Boogaloo, baby, the 60s era, that, that great time, uh, as Cucho uh, says, he's, he's, he's taking him back to when he was wearing bell-bottom pants and he had a big afro, and uh, Marcelina Ramirez says it's a beautiful era, La Filipina Ramirez, uh, La Presidenta, and Zoe Seda, and, and Millie, thank you so very much for tuning in. We have none other, my, my beautiful people, than Maestro Joe Batan, Subway Joe in the house, baby, yes, indeed. Thank you, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank, I'm sorry. Yes, Joe Batan. Thank you for having me, Louis. <laughs> absolutely. No, it's our pleasure. It's it's an honor to have you here. I mean, we, we would have you here as many times as you want to come, my man. <laughs> well, don't don't say that because I'll be bringing my bed. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that Mike working? That uh, 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 And we also have a good friend, Cool Ken Curtis, here in the house. And uh, Hello, where's everybody. the sweet spot? There we go. <laughs> And uh, you can is that on, Ken? I, I, I don't know. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, my good <coughs> friend from back in the day, the uh, Mundo Sasa Radio DJ Edwin Ruiz, he's here también. Vaya. <laughs> but right now we're gonna give away some tickets, my beautiful people. We're gonna give away some tickets. We want to get that out of the way so uh, we don't interrupt the interview we're gonna have and uh, a showcase we're gonna have uh, with uh, Maestro Joe Batan. Uh, so we're gonna be giving away. Uh, City College Center for the Performing Arts presents the 60th anniversary gala concert of the champion of Cuban Charanga, Orquesta Broadway, Eddie Selvigon and Orquesta Broadway, featuring Kevin Joseph, Connie Grossman, and this all happens at Aaron Davis Hall, 129 Convent Avenue at West 135th Street in New York City. Tickets are available at City College Center for the Arts.org, but if you call here, 201-692-2012 we'll give you a, uh, we're gonna give away two pairs of tickets two people each uh, to the first callers that call 201-692-2012 and you can get yourself a pair of tickets to Orquesta Broadway 60th year of 60 years of Charanga Friday March 24th 2023 at 7 p.m. at <coughs> City College Center for the Performing Arts 
They present the 60th anniversary gala concert of the champion of Yubin Charanga, Orquesta Broadway, Eddie Sabigong, featuring Kevin Joseph and our good, uh, good friends Kevin Joseph and Connie Grossman. So that's going to take place at Aaron Davis Hall, 129 Convent Ave at West 135th Street, New York City. And the tickets are also available at City College Center for the Arts.org. So first two callers will get those tickets. Thank you so very much. Vamos pancima.
baby. Yes, indeed. Sia Hakumono, Stone Cold Groove, baby. Yeah. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> we are here <laughs> with El Maestro, right. Joe Batan in the yeah. house. Okay. Bye, <laughs> Along with Cool Ken Curtis and DJ Eddie Ruiz. Yes, indeed. Maestro, welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. How it's are my you? pleasure. Just want to let everybody know out there, mm -hmm. don't touch that dial. That's right. You're listening to Que Viva La Musica, and the music is coming on strong. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we got some great brand new stuff, unheard before, That's unreleased right. before, fresh out the pack, de paquete, <laughs> and it's here exclusively today. Am I right? That's right, right. Awesome. Louis, you're awesome. going to bust it. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Wow. That's so cool. Look, mira, mira. My hairs are standing up. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> amazing, amazing. So uh, tell us uh, about your your new projects or anything you well, want to, anyone you want to say hello to first. Yeah, well, all my fans out there and people that still remember Joe Batan, you know, I love you. God bless you and thank you for your support all of these years. Uh, as you know, I travel a lot and... um there's a found new following in California, and I got the idea from a Skip Heller that wanted to record some of my old songs. And um, he said, Joe, why don't we go into the studio and do some of the songs that you did back that nobody knows? And I said, okay, I'll try it. And then I got the idea, uh, nothing's promised. I might not be here, you know, that much longer. So I started to record with everybody, right? I did a label for Solar Records. I did for Steady Beat. I did for Vinyl Me Please, and then I said, you know what, 2023 is going to be my boom year. And so CNN called me, and the woman wanted to interview me, and she said, um, Joe, what is it that people don't know about Joe Batan? And I had to think about that, you know, because I've been in the business almost 60 years, and I said that they underestimate me, mm -hmm. right, because you never know. It's that, that youthful thing that I grew up as a youngster that always kept me aggressive looking for new things and new things to do in music. So we recorded these four songs. Actually, there were five. Uh, it's going to come out in a whole album, which will play uh, some of the other songs. But this is an old rendition brought up to the 2023, uh, how the kids are dancing now. And it's called So Fine. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> so uh, re just play it on now. I'm ready. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Let's give this a listen. Brand new, De Paquete, fresh out the pack, my beautiful people. Joe Batan, Maestro Joe Batan with some new material. Bump and Sima.
Indeed, my beautiful people, that was beautiful. That was by, of course, none other than Joe Batan, Maestro Joe Batan. So fine. <laughs> right. Beautiful. The wow. next song, uh, which you're going to play, is called Mom and Dad. I got the mm -hmm. idea many years ago. I never sang it. And I said, you know, people do songs for their mothers, and then they do songs for their fathers. I said, let me do a song with both of them included, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So the timing is perfect, because this song is called Mom and Dad, and I guess... It's going to be something that I appreciated uh, in my life that you never get a chance to say to your parents. You know, how much they did for you and you never sat down with them that moment and said, Daddy, I love you. And Ma, thank God you're my queen, you know. And this was my way uh, of talking back because they're no longer here, you know. So they can't hear. But it's for everybody else's mom and dad. Awesome. Awesome message. All right, let's hear Mom and Dad by Maestro Joe Batan.
Yes, indeed, we are back. WFDU, que viva la música, 89.1 FM, with Maestro Joe Batan, and it's brand new, brand new, de paquete, fresh out the pack music, and that was called Mom and Dad. Yes. Yo, amazing, well, beautiful, Thank you, beautiful thank you message. so much. The next number that I have is a big story, mm -hmm. right? Back in 1980, uh, I had this idea. I looked up in the dictionary, and, you know, like a lot of us of mixed nationalities. So I looked up the word mestizo. And I said, wow, that's mixed blood. So, you know, there could be a lot of people. So I said, why don't I do a song and call it Mestizo and mention all the nationalistic countries in South America and, and, and the different peoples and walks of life. So I did it, never figuring anybody's going to understand what the heck is Joe Batan talking about Mestizo, right? So at that time, I had this popularity of having the first rap song in Europe. Right, I busted mm -hmm. out there. I mean, before Sugar Hill Gang, yep. they did New York, but I was in Europe. I brought rap music to Europe. Amazing. And, and the name of that song is? It was uh, Rappo Clappo, right. right? So, I mean, <laughs> forget it. I went there for one day and ended up staying for six months. That's how wow. big the record was in every country. Awesome. So, on that same album, there was the song Mestizo. So, before mm -hmm. DJs even thought about segueing songs, I had the idea of doing that on a record. So if you ever buy the record, mm -hmm. you can notice that it comes on Rappo Clappo, Mestizo, and then the next song. Mm -hmm. And they're all connected. So you had yep. dancing for, for, for 26 minutes straight. Amazing. Right? Yep. And then I had the idea, well, let me put a record in a color, and I made it in bread. So at the same time, while I was having the success with the rap record in Europe, we started getting calls from South America. He says, what happened, Joe? He says, everybody's playing this song called Mestizo. I said, what do you mean? And then before I knew it, I was in the Flying Saucer in Puerto Rico singing on Sábado Sensación. And, and the song was number one. Everybody in the island was dancing to it. And wow. then it spread to Ecuador, Venezuela. I mean, that was one of the, the biggest albums of my career. Amazing. So when I thought about it, a couple of people had mentioned it from Puerto Rico. Hey, let's do this uh, mestizo in a different version, you know, mambo. And I say, yeah, yeah, but you know how you go. You never get a chance to do these things, you mm -hmm. know. But then this guy comes around my... Skip Hella, and he says, hey, you want to do the song? I'll freshen it up, and we'll make it a cha-cha. I said, okay. So we did it, and this is the rendition that we did. Uh, you got to give him a lot of credit because he's a protege of Marty Shella, and Marty Shella gave him his blessing. So this is Mestizo. Here we go. Head up 
Latina, Taína, Chicana, Cubana. Dominicana o Argentino, Colombiano, Moreno. Latino, Taíno, Chicano, Cubano. Venezuela, Nicaragua, Puerto Rico, Moreno. Get down. ¡Que viva la raza! Awesome. Amazing stories, Joe. Amazing. <laughs> wow. You guys, we, we got to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> que Viva La Musica, WFDU 89.1 FM with DJ King Louie, uh, the Queen of Latin Radio, Vicky Sola, DJ Marisol Saldera, DJ Jose Calderon here in spirit, and we have here in the flesh, in yes. <laughs> live and direct, Joe Batan, Maestro Joe Batan. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my man, cool Ken Curtis, and my man, cool DJ Eddie Ruiz. Yes, indeed. Maestro, beautiful song, man. My, Thank uh, you. A lot of people, a lot of comments already. Marcelina, had, uh, she says that her mom and dad, that song had her e very emotional. Wow. Uh, and they're saying, she says, blessings to you and to your wife, lovely wife, Yvonne. Okay. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you. Everybody's enjoying the music. Man. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, don't touch that dial. <laughs> Definitely. Because the next song is a song done in, back in 1942. And if you ever saw The Golden Arm uh, with Frank Sinatra... Well, there was a song called Time After Time. And I said, I'd like to do that song. So Skip said, well, let's do it. I said, but you got to do it in three-quarter time because that's my style. I don't do 4-4. Four, four. He said, okay. So uh, it's really touching. You, you listen to the words and the melody, it, it should inspire you, you know, make you fall in love. So here it is, Time After Time. 
Buddha words I say to you, they can't convey to you what's in my heart. If you could hear instead the things I've left unsaid. I tell myself that I'm so lucky to be loving, loving.
corazón. Amazing. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> Maestro Joe Batan, everyone. Vaya. Awesome. 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 All right. Beautiful rendition, man. Thank you. Incredible. And the stories you're telling us, man, we, like I said, we need a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got Joe Batan got plenty of stories, that's for sure. <laughs> we were talking about uh, Joe Batan, Maestro Joe Batan, and he and his stories, and he needs to put a book out, and he says that might be in the in the. Uh, yeah, the well, we got Duke Press and um, Fordham University reviewing it. So. Awesome. It takes a while, so if they give the okay, then that's my bucket list. You awesome, know? man. That's that. That's definitely that needs to be done. We yeah, but I'm tired of talking about my stories <laughs> on, to people and not having people read about them. You know, <laughs> amazing, man. That, definitely, that's that'll definitely be a bestseller, especially around here, no, no, in California. Well, everywhere. <laughs> You're worldwide. Subway Joe. Who don't know Joe? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, and uh, you were talking about a, another. Something we've never heard before, right? Right. Well, actually, that's another part of the album. It's done so many different sections that I took all of these songs and compiled them in an album that I'm going to release personally. Excellent. So, when I looked through the, the the archives of stuff that I was doing, there's a song with a combination of Puerto Rico me llama mm -hmm. and mestizo, which I said, and this is Joe Batan's style. I've taken songs that were ballads and made them up tempo. All right, I've always had a knack to do that. I said, anything that you can sing slow, you can do fast. You just have to have the proper diction and the beat. So, this song is done in mambo style, but but it's done in English, and it has the same message, right? And of course, the late uh, Peter Quintero's on congas, he does the solo, and um, the rest uh, I'll let you hear. Right? It's called Mestizo Mambo. Vaya, let's check this out.
That is, uh, that was called Mestizo Mambo. Mambo. Right. Beautiful, beautiful, man. Amazing. <laughs> I love that. Oh, oh. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, that was a beautiful, brand new, fresh out the pack, De Paquete, my beautiful people, by Maestro Joe Batan. Mestizo Mambo. Uh, who's who's the, the uh, vocal? Who's doing the vocal there? The vocal, well, it's me and and, and, and uh, a young man from California, Enrique Gomez. Ah, right? beautiful, beautiful. And uh, Peter Quintero did the the congas. You know, he passed away, but you know, oh, wow. he's always been one of the originals. Are some of these guys the people from the album Drug Story also, or not? Non, no, it's all different. You have to understand what mm. happened here. All these years, there were a lot of songs dormant that never mm. were played. If I tell you the history. And what happened with me and Fania, then you would understand. Mm -hmm. um, after I departed Fania, I started my own record label at South Soul. Right, right. So a lot of my stuff was boycotted, right? They they, oh, they wow. refused to play. They said, don't have nothing to do with Joe really? Batan. Wow. Because in the industry, I was a threat. Mm -hmm. Because if people followed my ways, then you, you would have artists complaining all right. over the place. Mm -hmm. and, I, and to this day... Even though I suffered for about two or three years without playing, uh, couldn't pay my rent, I couldn't do that. Mm. But nevertheless, I survived. And, um, you know, it was probably one of the best moves I made because it made me go international. I was no longer just a, a neighborhood guy. Right. I was right. able to go to Australia, Japan, Shanghai, California, around the world. So it was a blessing. The original, the original Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God is good. <laughs> Amazing, man. Amazing. I mean, so you so, wanted to ask me about the uh, piano. Yes. Uh, there's a story <laughs> that I heard about you as a young, uh, I'm not going to say, uh, I'll, I'll use uh, I was a youth. There. I was he, a was a, there. A there you go. He said it, not me. <laughs> Did you want to tell us about it? I mean, yeah. You know. Well, I, when, I, when I came home, as Felipe would say, uh, I wanted to play the piano, but I didn't know how. So I used to go into this auditorium in William Edinger on 106th Street. And the guy would let me go in. And he said, it's better to keep this guy in the auditorium and not in the streets where he could cause trouble. So he let me go in the auditorium and play. So I would bang the piano. I didn't know what I was doing. And then I saw a guy coming in in Jajo from the New Swing. And, oh, good and I saw us, yeah. him playing these chords. And I said, could you teach me how to add that? And he taught me. And then from that, I, the world opened up for wow. me. I wow. started learning, I started reading about theory and about arranging and stuff like that. And then these songs came to me naturally. So one day I, I, I kept going, rehearsing every day because I was determined it was going to take me 10 years. I was going to make my mark. And when I went into the auditorium, there was these eight kids in there. 
12, 13, 11 years old, and they were playing. And I said, what the heck are you guys doing here? This is my place. You can't come in here. <laughs> and then when I looked around, I saw that there was no piano player. So I took the knife out of my pocket and I stuck it into the piano. Boom. I said, I'm the leader of this band. And if you listen to me, I'm going to take you to heights that you've never seen. And we laugh about it because I wasn't <laughs> intending to hurt anybody, but it was just to give drama. And it worked because I wow. became the leader of the band of these, of these kids who I had to take home every night because their mothers didn't want them to be playing with this theater, man, you know? So and I, I would take them and they said, we don't want you with that guy, but then, you know? Uh, and I said, look, I changed. I'm not that person anymore. You know, I just want to play music. And of course, they went along with it. And for six months, we practiced every day. And at the end of six months, we were making records. Amazing, amazing story. Yeah, God man. is good. Let's get them straight. Así aquí, aquí mando yo. I'm the leader of this band. Amazing, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, we have queued up uh, another brand new track, Fresh right. Out the Pack. Never right. heard before. Well, never heard, not this version. Mm -hmm. Never been heard before. And uh, it was done in California. The piano player is Lonnie Jordan from War. Oh, wow. Uh, we got uh, Sal Rodriguez from War. Wow. Uh, Ray Ponson, who's in California now, he's on the horn parts, and a lot of the guys from the Raza All-Stars. Wow. So awesome. Chucky's on this also, Peter Quintero. And uh, my wife, she does the background with awesome. me. Awesome, you know? awesome, Ivan. So Shout it's out called Ivan. The Good Old Days. <laughs> Ryan, beautiful. Let's check that out. Let's give that a listen. Brand new, my beautiful people, fresh out the pack, de paquete exclusive, right here on WFDU-FM, que viva la música. Vamos para encima.
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Here we are back again, my beautiful people, with Maestro Joe Batan in the house. Joe, <laughs> want to speak on that uh, last track? Yeah, well, you know, that, that was done a long time ago, and of course we revived it now because nobody ever got to hear it. Actually, I was joking around one day, and you know how you don't become relevant and you mm -hmm. have a low in your life as far as music is, you're not playing anywhere. And I said, I got the idea, I said, well, look, maybe I can bring attention by saying, this is the last song and the last album, you know? So you got to be <laughs> careful with what you say, because after that, I caught a heart attack, you know? Oh, wow. and, and it was not a joke, so it could have been my last album and my last song. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. I just appreciate that uh, the good Lord has let me uh, stay this long. I'm and blessed. that I'm able I'm to impart goodness to the world. So that was part of the story Absolutely. Uh, for the good old days. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, that song, uh, that version, very nice version. Uh, you had another version mentioning uh, some, uh, <laughs> some other groups in right. uh, New York City back in the day. Back in the days, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man, as I was telling you, I used, to, I used to look at that Riot album and I was like, wow, these guys are... Some bad dudes, man. I want to <laughs> hang out with them, man. You know? <laughs> that riot cover, man, takes me back. Incredible, incredible music, incredible times. I mean, I was, I think I just got out of Pampers back then when I was looking at those. Wow, <laughs> you make me feel old. I was, <laughs> no, I was, I, I was actually, yeah, I was born in 64, and, and you know, my uncles and, and stuff, they, they would listen uh, to uh, the songs, and uh, Boogaloo Blues, of course, Joe Batan, mm -hmm. and, you know, and uh, I ate it up. I ate it up because my mother used to listen to Radio Wado, and they weren't. Wow! Kind of, they weren't playing that type of music With that Polito much. Vega. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, WBNX came out, and I was like, they had some more swing right, music. Right, it was the Jersey stuff, stations. You know? Yeah, correct, yeah, correct, right. correct. WBNX. Oh, speaking of, uh, uh, I want to say hello to our good friends, um, Jackie Nunez, who called. Yeah, uh, thank Jackie. you so very much. Azoy and Millie, of course. Marcelina La Filipina Ramirez. Uh, I want to say hello to Ralph Taino, New York Taino Roldan, and his wife Camille. He says he knows you from Virginia, from the Latin Jazz and Salsa show. He says hello. Wow, God that's bless right. You. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Ralph, uh, New York Taino Roldan, and Camille. They're living out there in Puerto Rico now, and they're listening to the music, enjoying the show. Unbelievable. And loving the, the, the great music. Well, music. don't touch that down. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Where would you like to go next, Maestro? Uh, any, uh, well, there's a last song on there called My Cloud, and it's done in cha-cha. Oh, wow. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. You want to talk about that uh, and, and how well, that came okay. about? Well, okay. My Cloud was maybe done five different ways. Mm -hmm. right? I did it in Spanish. I did Mambo. I did it as a ballad. Wow. And um, this one release was done with the big band. Oh. Right? And, uh, of course, My Cloud is like the national anthem in California. Uh, <laughs> most, most people got married on this song because of the words. And uh, this song, done in... Um, Big Band was arranged by Marty Scheller. And we're going to release this on the album. I think it's the last song on that track. Uh, right? Mike Cloud. Yeah, Mike Cloud. So give a listen. Uh, we have some pretty interesting musicians on this awesome. recording. Awesome. And uh, th are these... This is already recorded for this is this is the version that's going to be on the album. Right. And mm -hmm. that album is coming out when and uh It hopefully. should be out uh soon by maybe mid-April or the end of April. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And uh it the other ones, the first four that you heard, mm -hmm. that's going to be released April 1st and that's on steadybeat.com if you want it. Of course, the telephone number for that is 914-308-6576. Definitely. You can put that. your orders in and of course I didn't mention that these records are coming out on vinyl. 
Excellent. For the first Excellent. time, wow. vinyl has outsold CDs. And it's probably going to be the next wave coming back. Yep. Yep. So Amazing. get your turntables out <laughs> and your record players because we're back. That's right. And, and where can we get that again? I mean, uh, are they going to be available also on, on iTunes? And yes, yes. It'll be back in all social media. But if you want immediate orders, mm -hmm. steadybeat.com, right? Or call 914-308-6576. Place your orders in because it's only going to be a limited amount quality. Right? That's how they do uh, right. uh, vinyl now. Yes, and uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, I'm sure everybody uh, took that down uh, and, and wrote that down because, uh, yeah, these songs are incredible. And uh, brand new from Joe Batan. I mean, you know, who knew? Incredible, incredible. So we're going with uh, a new version of My Cloud, correct? Right. Cha -cha. All right. Vamos man Let's go with that. Here we go with brand new version of My Cloud, my beautiful people. Enjoy.
WFDU-FM and HD1 in Teaneck. We are back. Que viva la musica with Maestro Joe Batan. Beautiful mm -hmm. version. Right there, Joe. Yeah, nice. thank you. Coming up on the new album, if you want to mention that again. Yeah, the new album, of course, you know, you can get that also uh, called 914-308-6576. Right? That's coming out on my label. Actually, what you're hearing is three different releases. Wow. But all of them are going to be combined into one record after the release. Amazing. That's that's great. Can't wait to have that. Definitely. Thank you. And it's uh they're in vinyl you're saying, correct? Right, vinyl. That's the awesome. new thing. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> it's an old thing that's new. <laughs> Speaking of vinyl, uh Eddie bought his vinyl for for you to sign. I bought my vinyl, Rebel wow. Clapper. What? Yeah, whoa. Awesome, man. <laughs> Bring back memories. Yeah, man. Yes indeed. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to ask you about the speaking of Rappo Clapo about the uh, the South Soul days. I mean, when you started that, how 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 did that come long about? story? Mm -hmm. uh, it started back in I think seventy two or three. Uh, I parted from Fania, mm -hmm. right? I was the first artist to ever leave the label, and uh, when I got outside in the street, finally I got my release. Uh, I didn't know what to do because the only place I knew was Fania Records. Mm -hmm. So I looked up the trade magazines and I saw a company that was dealing in pantyhose and they were doing cutout records. And I said, well, let me call this guy up and see. You never know. <laughs> so I was always aggressive like that. So I called him up and they said, yeah, what do you want? I said, I want to talk to you about a record label. He said, okay. He said, aren't you Joe Batan? I said, yeah. He said, so what do you want for with us? You already got a name over there with the other guys. I said, look, I'm not happy. I want to do something on my own. I want to own my own stuff. He said, well, you got to show us because we don't know. I said, well, I want to start a, a record company. So they they released the first record of Americana Records, and it was entitled Sal Soul, right? And they said, well, what do we do now? I said, you got to get it played on the radio. So I went to the radio station. Frankie Crocker uh, said, okay, leave it there. Nice. And I said, when I went back down into the car, the guy said, what did, what did he say? I said, he took the record and just threw it on the table. I said, oh, wow. I said, so I guess it's not that easy. But when we started driving, we heard the whole album. He played the whole nice. album. Forget it, Joe Batan was back. Wow. Right? So wow, how cool. The company got excited. They said, we sold 15,000 records the first week. You know, <laughs> uh, what more can we do? I said, well, uh, uh, thank you. You know, you, you, you helped me start my future. Uh, we we're going to part ways. He said, wait, you're a little wise guy. You know, come back here. We want to make a deal with you. I said, okay, well, you got to pay me now. So they end up paying me, and I said, look, not only that, I want to start my own record company, and I want to call it South Soul Records. Beautiful. They said, okay. So I was made uh, the A&R director, and we started producing my next album. So after that album came out, Afro-Filipino. Mm -hmm. And then after that, the big Bonanza Mestizo. And the rest was history. Awesome. We parted ways after that, South Soul became the premier dance label in the world. Amazing. Right? Amazing. I believe that they sold it now to BMG. Um, although I didn't get a penny, uh, I'm still kept collecting residuals now, so at least I can be thankful for that. There are so many artists out there that weren't aware of the music business that they lost income. To these mm -hmm. days, it's a shame. Mm -hmm. It is when I look about people calling up and say, "Hey, let's throw a benefit for such and such." We don't have money for this. Those record companies did nothing for those artists. I had the record. The present companies called me up and said, "Joe, can you tell me how I can get in touch 
with this wow. person we have some royalties for and i said yeah and i give them the numbers oh, wow. and stuff like that but That's it's awesome. unfortunate and it's a new day you know mm -hmm. it's a new day where the young kids are learning more uh, about their business and they're controlling their lifestyles more and they're getting paid that's so, great. I mm -hmm. mean, yeah, it's it's a shame. A lot of people, you know, they, they just, oh, you, you make money on the shows and on the concerts and stuff, but uh, they don't get any residuals, and, and that's that's a, it's a crying shame. Yeah, you know? that was why I left, mm -hmm. because I was out there with my car, my 63 Chevy or whatever it was, <laughs> and I went to change the flat tire, and I didn't have the money to pay for it. And I said, wait a minute, mm -hmm. I'm Joe Batan, and I don't even have money to pay for the wow. flat tire. I said, something is wrong here, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I went up to the company, and I said, look, I want to leave. He said, why? He says, uh, you're in the, what do you call it, the red? You know, you owe us, you owe us money. I said, you what? must be crazy. Amazing. I'm out of here. Man. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. But um, now we, we, we were talking about a song that, I'm sorry? Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, we were talking about a song, uh, that uh, famous song that you made famous. And a lot of people ask for it and a lot of people love it. And it's the the prayer, uh, right. which is a beautiful song. I mean, you know, known worldwide. Uh, you want to talk about that song? Well, it started back, you know, in the same when I first recorded. It was my way of thanking the big boss mm -hmm. for what he had done. I became Joe Batan. I realized my dream, and um, I was really on, on on a ride, you know. And uh, but the thing is, I never played the song, right? Uh, mm -hmm. It might have been too difficult at the time, or. Maybe we were shamed, you know? And um, it wasn't until the year 2000 when I caught a heart attack after watching Star Wars, I came out and I had a diabetic attack. Wow. And they rushed me to the hospital. I was in a coma for 12 hours. Wow. My whole family was there. And I had this vision. And a hand came down like I was drowning. And it pulled me up and said, Hey, Joe, why do you keep running away from me? And I said, I couldn't say anything. I was speechless, you know. He said, but I'm going to give you another chance. Mm. I'm going to bring you back. And when you come back, I want you to say my name. And wow. all of a sudden, I woke up out of this coma. They took out the tube out of my mouth, and I started breathing. And right there that day, I said to myself, I'm going to mention his name every time I play. Wow. So before Amazing. every performance that I play, I sing the prayer. And now the song has caught on worldwide. Mm -hmm. I've done it in countries where they don't even understand English. <laughs> Shanghai, France, Italy, wow. uh, South America. And everybody sings and starts to pray with me. Wow. So it's given me a whole new outlook on life. Is that I've been living in the flesh for so long mm -hmm. that I never knew what the spirit was. Wow. So mm. with the spirit, I've been able to do so much more. And... Uh, I thank the big boss for allowing me to impart goodness to the world. Right. Uh, and Amen. That's me. Mm -hmm. And Amen. so the prayer is so very important. It's important in my family. And it's important to a lot of people out Definitely. there. Absolutely. They, 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 those that don't want to let on, if you haven't tried it, try it. Mm -hmm. It works. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing story. Wow. Amazing. So uh, let's play... The Prayer by Joe Batan, Bampansima. In the name of the Father and the Son, 
time I'd like to say a prayer for everyone out there Being that we live in such a troubled world It's a wonder that any of us gets a chance to pray So I'd like to dedicate this prayer To all the sinners all over the world And that means everybody <laughs> And it goes something like this
Yes, indeed, my beautiful people. The prayer, beautiful song by Joe Batan. Joe, <laughs> maestro. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I guess uh, you want to talk about the next song, right? Whatever you want to talk right. about. Yeah, well, yeah, this song was done with uh, Curtis Dukes, who lives out in Jersey, and Darren Thompson, who's my drummer. Uh, it was an old smoky tune, right? That probably a lot of kids haven't heard, and. What I had going for me, not being a real skilled musician, was my ideas. Mm -hmm. I put my ideas up against anybody. I was always ahead of the curve when it came to doing things that were uh, different than other people. Mm -hmm. And um, I was always able to pick out records that were rare, that nobody had heard. And I said, this is the perfect time to hear these songs. I did it with Sad Girl. Yeah. I did it with a, with a couple other songs. And I found this song by Smokey and Mary Wells. I said, they never pushed this song. I said, I think I'll do a rendition. So my um, way of doing things is if I can't do it just as well or better, I won't touch it. Mm -hmm. So I think, and I guess the audience will let me know. <laughs> She's the one I love. All right, here we go. She's the one. She may not be the one who's glamorous and tall, but let me tell you that her looks don't matter. That's alright, but I'll keep the one I've got because she's the one I love. She may not be the one with the fancy clothes, but she dresses alright, so. That's all right, but I'll keep the one I've got because she's the one I love. Now, many a girl may give me the eye who can offer me more than she. If they offer the That's all right, but I'll keep the one I've got because I mommy Linda because I mommy te quiero mucho mi amor 
And we're back, my beautiful people. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We're going to play that in the background. <laughs> and uh, we are back with Maestro Joe Batan. Yeah. He has, he has some stories to tell. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, proceed, sir. Well, Please. back in the days, there was a club called The Garage. Well, well, well uh, world famous. Yes. Yeah, world downtown. <laughs> and you couldn't get in unless you looked the right way that mm -hmm. they wanted you to get in. In other words... Um, I went there with a suit and tie, and they looked at me like I was strange. <laughs> and I said, I'm Joe Batanis. I don't care who the heck you are. You know, you're not coming in here. So I go back, and then I see a friend. He said, I'll get you in. So he said, he's with me, and they let me in. Wow. So this was a new thing that was happening in clubs back then, you know? Like, they always screened the clientele mm -hmm. that were going, like, Studio 54 and all. So the garage was the place everybody wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Because when you got in there, the music came out of the floor and you just had to dance. Mm -hmm. It was one of the greatest systems in a club that was ever built. Mm -hmm. And then to top it off, they had one of the greatest DJs Absolutely. in the world. Mm -hmm. And that was Larry LeVan. Yes, indeed. So the Amazing. story goes, I go into this club and I see all these kids dancing wild and everybody's <laughs> dancing with each other and they're stomping their feet and I say, wow. So as a, as a young musician, I knew something that other musicians didn't know. That you and I'm sorry to say this, but you didn't need the radio to get your music played, right? This was another avenue that Latinos and Latin bands they didn't even know about clubs back then to play your records. So I got the idea of making acetates before they were finished and oh, wow. testing them out in the clubs. And I went to the zoo. I went to the sanctuary. I went to, oh, you name all these clubs, wow. and they would play my record. Hey, Joe, yeah, it's a hit, man, you know? So I knew right away I had something because the kids liked it. Mm -hmm. So I did mm -hmm. Shaft. I had a big hit with that. I did a couple <laughs> other songs. And um, so I learned. I said, wow. I went to the company, and when rap music came out, these kids, Jekyll and Hyde, some of them were playing at a center on 110th Street, and I was running the center. I hadn't done anything for a while. You know, I wasn't making music because I've had a lot of ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And I saw a thousand kids come into the place in uh, 110th Street in, uh, in uh, the center. And they were all dancing, clapping their hands, stomping their feet. I said, whoa, who's playing? He said, there's a guy up there. He's scratching these records. I said, scratching the records? What the heck is that? So we looked at it. I said, what is that? He said, I don't know. You don't know. I, then I got a brainstorm. I said, oh, my God, this is something new. Nobody, I said, is this on records? They said, no. I said, whoa. I called up RCA Studios. I, I had no money. And and I said, look, Levin, I want to do a recording. Uh, can you give me credit? of course, for you, Joe, I'll do anything. I got the musicians. And, and I, I went to the kids. I said, look. I want you to do this song a certain kind of way and put the countries in there and do the same thing we will record. So they were a little hesitant. They said, well, who's this guy, Joe Batan? I had been out of the business. I said, I'm a musician. So don't worry. He said, so as you would know, we went to the studio. I paid all this money and did the music. They didn't show up. Oh, They played a bomba on Joe Batan. Wow. Right? So I sat there and I said, holy uh. cow, man. And then the kids were with me because I always brought youngsters with me to test out the music dancing, mm -hmm. right? 
So I started play the track and I said, I'm 40 years old now, right? I said, I could do this. <laughs> and I said, there's a new thing out going to make you shout. Got rhythm, got beat, got it. And the kids started dancing. I said, whoa, I can do this. Put the tape on. And, and the next thing, I did the song wow. and, and I brought it to, to these guys. And they said, Joe, get out of here with that garbage. He said, what do you mean? He said, you don't sing anymore? I said, no, but this is something new. Mm -hmm. He said, get out of here. And they threw me out of the office. Really? And the young kid ran down the stairs after me. He was Larry LeVan. He oh, said, wow. give me that song. Give me that song. I'll really? play my said, Who are you? He said, don't worry. I'll play that song. He played the song. We sold 20,000 records wow. the first week. Amazing. And rap was on, on stage. Uh, Sugar Hill Gang beat me out. Mm -hmm. But my record was the first to be played in Europe. Oh, and man. South America, wow! Right, I brought rap music back there. Amazing! Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Let's let's listen to a little bit of that. Okay, I have it. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Amazing, amazing. This song, when this came out, and I said, and I heard, echa pa'lante, echa pa'lante. I was like, what? Spanish rap? Oh, my God. Awesome, awesome. And that's all from Maestro Joe Batan, man. Yeah. Way ahead of his time and, and, you know, thinking ahead of the curve and stuff. Yeah. Amazing, man. Amazing. That's, uh, you want to, uh, and you say, so Larry LeVan broke that record in the city. Yeah. Wow. He's the one that did it, you know. Amazing. Of course, I didn't know who he was back then, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. And every time I went, to the garage I was a celebrity <laughs> you know I performed there forget it I mean the garage had a way wow. uh, even Frankie Crock all the big stations mm -hmm. used to go down there oh, to yeah. see what he was playing right Right. Yep. so they, they, the radio personalities didn't want to play anything else anybody else was playing mm -hmm. right so they were jealous like if you got a record first hey, I ain't playing it you know he played it with him let him play it you know <laughs> so that's the way the politics was back then Amazing. but um, yeah, and uh, a lot of hustle in my early journey was done mm -hmm. you know i attribute that to my mom who was very aggressive you know she was four feet nine maybe 150 pounds but she was a fighter <laughs> and she gave me that aggressiveness to go after what i wanted you know wow and i guess the first time i really got courage and this had nothing to do with it but i was in the third grade mm -hmm. and a teacher slapped me in the face oh right so I lived maybe 90 feet away from the school. And I ran home to Ma. I said, Ma, teacher slapped me. Now, you got to understand, my mother's only 4 feet 9, 120, 50 pounds. She took me by the hand, ran to that school, 
up to the pastor principal's office and knocked on the door to that teacher and said, did you smack my son? She said, yeah, he was talking. She said, stop right there. And, you know, I saw this courage of my mother, you know, telling this big woman, don't ever touch him again. All right? Wow. You got something to say to him, you say to me. And at that time, we thought teachers were gods. Right. That right. they could do anything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. my mother taught me, and it's called Mother Wit. It's in my book. You know, when I teach you about streetology, all these sixth sense that I developed as a youngster. Mm -hmm. Right? And she gave me that kind of courage to defend what I thought was right. And now you might say Machiavelli's theory is, is incorrect when by any means necessary, but it was necessary growing up in a barrio back then. Right? So we survived. <laughs> wow, amazing. Speaking of courage mm -hmm. and, and strength, I understand that your kids are into the martial arts. Yes, yes. Wow. Uh, my wife's a black belt. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a long story. Uh, this guy, uh, Derek Williams, Sensei Derek Williams, um, was an instructor. And he was going to do some work in, in the building in Stevenson Commons. So I said, I went down there to join. Right? Mm -hmm. So everybody beats me to the door, and they join first. So now you got to understand, when, when, when you join the martial arts, your senior, you have to bow to your senior. So that meant I had to bow to my wife and the kids. So I didn't join. So I ended up for 11 years carrying the bags. I knew all the terminology in Japanese. Oh, wow. I followed all the exhibitions. And uh, the kids became very good. They were, they were teenage champions. My daughter wow. is a black belt. Wow. I studied martial arts also, yeah. you, you also can. Mm -hmm. Well, I know you're you're, you're yeah. not in the mess with man. <laughs> no, no, but I, 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 I taught. I taught police. Wow, wow, amazing man. Yeah. So my son was also a black belt. The other one was green belt. Oh wow. And uh, I've been blessed. Wow. You know. Um, awesome. That's a, yeah. That's amazing. I I, I take taekwondo, cuatro, cinco, y seis también. You know. Cinco <laughs> también. <laughs> All right. Uh, now Open this, next song, <laughs> this next song coming up is, uh, you want to speak on, on okay. it? Okay. Mm -hmm. This song was recorded in the 70s, mm -hmm. right? I had an idea that I had done all these songs, Subway Joe, What Good as a Castle. And I said, what can I do now that's different? And I said, the drug story, mm. you know, it's a problem, right? I said, but you got to be very careful When you do a song like that, I think at that time, the only ones that had done a song were James Brown. He did King Heroin. Mm -hmm. And, of course, now you had Amy Winehouse, uh, Winehouse with uh, Rehab, right? Mm -hmm. so, I said, so I said, let me write this song. And I pictured myself uh, that this was happening. What had happened was I'm not supporting drugs, but I'm telling you what can happen if you use drugs. And I recorded the song, <clears throat> and the company said, Joe, you don't want to sing that. I said, why? It's relevant. You know, it's out there. He says, you don't want to be known for that. So they shoved it. Wow. Wow. So the song was found in Spain just recently, right? <laughs> and, and the song tells about how this young man, he comes from work, and he's depressed, And he wants to get high. So he cops four bags to get high. Hmm. And uh, it goes through three minutes to hell. Each segment of the song tells what time it is, right? At one time while he is high, he's on the bed. 
and a fly starts to circle his head and he's paralyzed right because he can't move because he's had an overdose so you got to understand looking up at the ceiling and a fly is flying around and you can't get it away because it's annoying mm -hmm. so this is the state of animation that you're in wow. when when you do this and it goes on that finally he succumbs and his mother's there at his funeral she said gee he was a great guy I'll never wonder why I gave that boy his first toy and and it goes on and then at the end of the song it says the moral of the story as he cables the world from hell there's no peace if you use drugs wow. right and this is what can happen to you you know so he's cabling while he's in hell to tell the rest of the world this ain't the way to go look what happened to me you know and wow. It's a drug story, so a lot of people might understand it might be controversial. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. know that I did this in the 70s, and now it's 2023, and Louis is going to play it. Absolutely. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go.
back my beautiful people <laughs> with Joe Batan, Maestro Joe Batan, of course <laughs> Cool Ken Curtis and DJ Eddie Ruiz and I am DJ King Louis. you're listening to WFDU 89.1 FM Que Viva La Musica with the Queen of Latin Radio Vicky Sola, DJ Marisol Saldera, Rodriguez, DJ Jose Calderon and me right here DJ King Louis. and we're having a blast baby, digging it the most like they used to say baby, yeah, Stone Cold <laughs> Blast with Joe Batan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Awesome, man. Uh, that 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 uh, drug story—it's uh, it's amazing. I, I I doubt that I'm the first one to play that here. Uh, maybe I maybe I am. Jose I played it. Did he? He yeah, did. Okay, yeah. yeah, Jose did play it. Yeah, because they they know they're you know Maddie Sol and mm-hmm. Nikki and Jose. They're they're very they know so much. They have they're like salsa Google. You know. Yeah, they know, <laughs> they know all the music. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to play one of your most, um, one of uh, another one of your very famous songs, uh, "Gypsy Woman." That I love. That that's what got me to know to to say, "Oh, Joe Batan is a bad dude." That's what got <laughs> me to be around. <laughs> that's my first song. <laughs> Amazing man. And um, and how did that come about? That you wrote that on uh, another story. You know, mm-hmm. uh, 1965. Everybody was making records in the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. And. I had these kids, like I told you, and they, after six months, they said, hey, look, we're tired of playing. When are we going to get paid, right? I said, well, we're, nobody's going to pay us, you know? <laughs> so we got a job in the Tropicoro with Federico Pagani. Oh, wow. $10 a man. And we thought we were hot stuff, man. We played there <laughs> when nobody was there, and he liked the band. So Federico was very uh, instrumental in Joe Batan. Uh, getting known. He put me in all the clubs before I even made records. I was wow. in the Colgate, uh, awesome. the Cabaroeno. I mean, he had all these wow. places. Federico was a hustler. <laughs> and uh, eventually, we did this song. Uh, the singer was singing it. You know, and I said, let's try this new thing that they got out called the Boogaloo. So he was singing, and he had problem with his diction. You know, mm-hmm. he had a heavy accent. And I said, look, why don't you do it this way, you know? 
Mm-hmm. He said, oh, man, you know so much. Why don't you do it yourself? <laughs> so I don't know if it was a big mistake, but I've been singing ever since. <laughs> Awesome, so awesome. when I sang the songs, everybody said, yeah, man, go ahead, keep singing, Joe. Nice. And the next thing I knew, I was a singer, not only the band leader, the singer. And uh, wow. Gypsy Woman came out of that. You That's know, and uh, we started going to all the radio stations. And of course, the telephone calls were 10 cents. And we had everybody call up, request Joe Batan, request <laughs> Joe Batan. And then after a while, the DJs would get on the radio and say, hey, look. Joe, stop telling your friends to call here. The record is a hit already. <laughs> awesome, man. Was there a particular Gypsy Woman on uh, the inspiration to that song? Or, no, or you know that's a Curtis Mayfield song. There's another Correct, story right. to that. And, of course, when I was showing George Pagan how to sing the song, I picked up the book. I had the music, which was different, and I started reading the book or the words, and the words were Gypsy Woman by mm-hmm. Curtis Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So I said, wait a minute, you know? When we got to the studio, I forgot the original words, and I sang Curtis Mayfield's words to my music. <laughs> so then it became Gypsy Woman, and he got credit for it. Of course, it's wow. my music, though. You know, it's right, not the right. same. But uh, that's the story of it. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. All right, let's hear Gypsy Woman by Joe Batan. Gypsy woman, she was my gypsy woman. Gypsy woman. 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Having a great time, enjoying the, the anecdotes, the stories that Joe, Maestro Joe Batan is telling us here about the music and the musicians that he's played with around the world. I mean, he says that, uh, well, you tell the story, Joe, that uh, in the beginning, uh, not too many people would, right. were able to play. Well, you know, back in the days, uh, when we played music here, it was very difficult to find other musicians to play the same music around the world because they were way behind. Like California, they didn't know anything really about salsa or about Latin soul. And of course, Europe was way behind. Right. Um, and um, it, it was funny because you have to understand if you grew up in one culture, that's the music that you know you're brought up around. If it's R&B, that's what it is. If you're brought around of a little clave and you know Latin music, then that's what it is. So it's very difficult sometimes unless a person is really uh, knowledgeable in music to mix them mm -hmm. and have the same feel. You can mix it, right. but you won't have the same feel. So it's very unique to have somebody do that if they can play both, mm -hmm. you know? And um, what I found out is that in my travels now, when I went to Shanghai, Japan, the musicians have caught up to the world and to wow. New York and what we do here in dancing, mm -hmm. right? You got some of the greatest dancers around the world in Arabia, I mean, in Shanghai. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know you know, uh, you know Joey, uh, the DJ, the girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, of course, yeah. Um, so yeah, she's man, got her whole bad. trip she's out there, amazing. you know? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and, and, uh, and, of course, in, in uh, Australia, they're doing it. Mm -hmm. So I went out to play with some of these bands, the Tokyo All-Stars, and I thought I was back home. Wow. Right? The same thing in California. They caught up with the Raza All Stars. Amazing. You know? Amazing. So the Fulanos in Spain. You know, you name it. The mm -hmm. bamboos in Australia. Wow. So they've caught up and the music has caught up. The only difference is, and, and uh, I'm sorry to say this, that the world outside of New York has a bigger appreciation mm -hmm. for Latin soul than we have right here. I was just going to say, right? talk about that point. And yeah. that's probably mm -hmm. why Joe Batan can pay his rent. <laughs> mm -hmm. You I know mean, what I mean? Speak because on that, it's, because... it's very difficult for musicians in New York, mm -hmm. right? I went to California and I was told by a lady, a housewife, she says, I play your records every time I clean my house. Wow. I never, <laughs> I've never seen you, but I'm endeared to your music mm -hmm. and I pass it on to my kids and my kids pass it on to their kids. So they're very supportive of the music. If you sit on history, you lose it. And New York might have a tendency to do that. We mm -hmm. lost our way that way. And I don't know if it's politics yeah, or, or what's done and how the system works. But there's not a freedom of expression. That's why people are going to the Internet. They're going to other things or they're playing their own things. You know, that's why it's... <laughs> Worldwide, yeah, you know, yeah, and and it's a shame because yeah. uh, down in in Colombia they tell me that you know people like you they'll tell they'll tell you the shirt you wore when you recorded that that album and and where it was recorded who was playing what congas right. they played the whole I mean they know everything exactly much more here than mm -hmm. in here yep you know yeah incredible incredible man you know <laughs> it's a shame I mean we it spawned out here <laughs> yeah that's what I mean we're the capital of the world you right, know everybody right. follows suit with us but now you know mm -hmm. uh, so many people are much 
further yeah. but ahead I, than we are. Yeah, I, I do want to say that those who know, know, though, the people who know here in New York, they know, and they know it all, you know, but there's few and far between. Exactly. Know, few and far between. Exactly. You know, like I always like to say, I'm a student of, this, of the music. I'm always learning. I'm always, you know, trying to learn. There's always something new out there. You know, I'm always digging for new music or all music that has not been played, you know, or that I haven't heard that it's new to me. You know, and, uh, you know, I'm always evolving and, and I like stories and, and that's why I appreciate you being here telling us all these stories and anecdotes mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and, and bringing light to, to this this music of ours. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, an old friend of mine, Ray Andrade, who did Chico and the Man, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the with Freddie Prince. Oh, wow. He told me I was having difficulty getting my records played in California. He said, Joe, he said, the airwaves belong to the people. He says... We're going to have a thousand Chicanos pick at the radio station <laughs> and tell them to play Joe Batan. Really? The next day, my record was played. Wow. But, but what, what I'm trying to say wow. is that every radio station in the country has a duty to play for their community, uh, for their listeners, right? But what all happens too often is that the community doesn't say anything. So, you know, you're... you're, you're you could tell by one person playing what he wants to play. Mm -hmm. But is that what the public wants to hear? Correct, correct. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's got too big an influence yeah. on mm -hmm. the radio world. Correct, mm -hmm. correct. If you don't mind, I'm going to play Chicky's trombone in okay. the background, all yeah, right? Chicky Fuentes. All right. Guaranteed to make you dance and leave your troubles at home.
And we are back, my people. Thank you so very much for that call. And uh, I want to say hello to Mar Marin Medina. Thank you. Gracias por la llamada. Thank you so very much. Truly appreciate it. He's enjoying the music. Joe Batan. Yeah, right. Back, taking him back to the era. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And I'm sorry if I couldn't get to all the phone calls while we were uh, uh, speaking live, uh, my beautiful people. If you want to call back, you can call back. Uh, and we'll try to pick you up when we're not live on the air speaking to Maestro Joe. Okay, thank you so very much for the call. We truly appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Chicky's, Chicky's trombone. Who was Chicky and... Uh, uh, well, Chicky was like my co-leader, you uh, know, uh, uh -huh. Chicky Fuentes. Mm -hmm. uh, he's still around somewhere in the Bronx. I wish I could locate him. Oh, wow. Um, he, he stopped playing, of course. He played with the Flambo Young also. Oh, wow. And uh, a couple of other groups, you know. But uh, since that time, well, I guess we've all parted ways. I guess there's so many hundreds and hundreds of musicians that I've played with during my journey, you know. Right, so right. I like to thank them all, you know, because they were all instrumental in Jobatan having well, success. Absolutely. Was there anyone ever that you uh, enjoyed opening with or playing with or someone that you wish you could have played with or collaborated with or anything like that or... Yeah, mm -hmm. Smokey Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Smokey Robinson, definitely. Yeah. He's one of the greatest Absolutely. lyricists in the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, you listen to some of his lyrics and his words, and that's where I got a lot of my inspiration wow. from. Wow. words from, from Smokey. Of course, when I was a youngster, I saw all the great bands, right? And I was amazed that these bands were playing in Manhattan Center, mm -hmm. and I knew nothing about salsa. And then I started to analyze them. And I saw this guy come up there and dress sharp hmm. with a tie, and he danced, and the girls were going crazy, <laughs> and he didn't have a high voice. You know, he was so sweet, and that was Tito Rodriguez. Oh. And I said, whoa, that's wow. the guy that I got to be. This guy has <laughs> got it all, man. You know? He was and, sharp. He was and sharp. And wow, every song was so motivating, you know, that you couldn't help but get up and dance, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and he was such a showman. You know, and then he was sharp. He had his band was sharp. Mm -hmm. That's what I noticed. And then that's what I took from him. And I took from the Grand Combo, they're dancing, right? right so right. when I had these young kids in the band, I said, look, we just can't be talented because there's a lot of other bands out there that's more talented than us. Right. So you got to look sharp. You know, like Tito <laughs> Rodriguez band, we got to come out there and be pressed. Mm -hmm. they, they don't expect this for young kids, mm -hmm. right? So we got those uh, Italian long collars. Like the nice. gangsters wore, right, we right. wore a tie with it, and we came out, you know. Awesome. And then I said, everybody here got two left feet. You got to dance. <laughs> I said, all the Latin bands at that time were stiff necks. They just stood still and thought that they were great. And then I saw the Grand Combo, mm. and I said, whoa, this is where it's got to go, man. You got to right. move your booty, man, you know. And, and the kids did that. So we did the Riot song, and we got a gold record for it. Wow. For for, for what we did, they call it Avion in South America, in Colombia. And um, we outsold everybody four to one, 1968. We became the band of the year. And it was history, history. Uh, that song we played for three years straight. Nobody could follow us after we performed the riot on stage. It said that in the Taft Boat Ride, we played that song for one hour straight. The boat was swaying from side to side, and they begged me to stop because they thought the boat was going to sink. It was called the Bay Bell. Everybody out there that remembers the Bay Bell, right? Finally, they got us off the boat, and uh, the rest was history. Never been another boat ride like that. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. 
But yeah, um, I'm trying to look for the song El Avion and see if I if I have it. Um, it's called the Riot. Good, the, good feeling. The, that's the, why okay, that's they changed the name over there. I didn't know what they were talking about right. in Colombia. And uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna get to it and see if we can play it. Uh, anything else you would like to hear from uh, from the CD, or just continue on? If I well, can... you know, unless the the public will got requests. Yeah, I you know. I'm going to play a song called Too Much Lovin'. Remember that okay, one? Okay, yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great song. I like that song very much. Uh, uh, so you want to talk about it before or after we come back? Well, anytime. I mean, I, look, I did that at West Kaksaki. If you don't know where West Kaksaki <laughs> is, that's a reformatory. And the teacher, mm-hmm. he wouldn't let us touch the instruments unless we did theory, right? Oh, okay. And so I put this band together, and I said, you got to try this, man. I got an idea, you know? And I took a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and we did it for the prison population. They had never heard anything like that. Wow. And uh, it was, like, so gratifying, you know, especially when you're first discovering what you can do. Mm-hmm. And Too Much Loving came out of that. Oh, excellent. Let's give it a listen, shall we? <laughs> All right.
Vaya. Here we are. Que viva la música. WFTU 89.1 FM uh, with the Queen of Latin Radio continuing the legacy of Vicky Sola uh, with DJ Marisol Celdera Rodriguez, DJ Jose Calderon, and me right here, DJ King Louie. In the flesh. <laughs> in this, it, Right here in the house, baby, with Maestro... Joe Batan, yes, indeed. That What's last... happening, Louis? All right, my man. <laughs> okay, man. What a, what a, what an honor to have you here again and 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 talk about these this this era mm-hmm. and this music and uh, that last track we heard was one of my favorites, also Subway Joe. <laughs> yeah, Subway yeah. Joe. You know, <laughs> when I recorded that, I think it was the second album. So I had done Gypsy Woman, and I said, "Well, what do you follow up with that?" I was always thinking, you know, because <laughs> I had to be ahead of the game because. I wasn't that uh, brilliant of a musician, you know. Right. I could sing, right. but I couldn't really play that well. Mm. And I said, what does everybody do in New York? <laughs> so they ride the subway. I said, whoa, that's it. Right. I said, and why don't I call it Joe, Subway Joe, after me, right? Never knowing that people were going to start calling me that years <laughs> later, right? And then I said, well, what do I say about the subway? And then I said, make up a story about a guy that comes on the train and he keeps getting beat up because he went to buy Chinese food. <laughs> and this girl keeps hitting him and kicks him in the knee and smacks him <laughs> on the head. And he's telling, lady, man, you, you got to stop this, you know. And, and then the song goes. And then I said, put the effect of the train. So that's how the piano goes. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, dun, dun. Nice. And, uh, of course, we had Subway Joe. <laughs> Amazing, man. That's so cool. Such a great song. Such a great song. And Matter of fact, that, that album... They, they, I don't know, it came out in the news that they tabulated all the songs that were done about the subway. And they put it in the museum. So Subway Joe is in the museum in Brooklyn somewhere. Wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, aren't you in the... Uh... Uh, in Washington also? the uh, Smithsonian, the right. Smithsonian. That's another story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A guy called me up uh, that was the president of the Latino branch of the Smithsonian, right? And he said, hey, Joe, we want to talk to you about coming down to Washington. I said, yeah. yeah. I said, you got the right guy? He said, yeah. <laughs> You're Joe Batan. I said, yeah. I said, he says, we want to honor you in the Smithsonian. So I said, you sure? He says, yeah. I said, okay. He said, I said, but why? Amazing. He says, you are a bridge between the Latino, the African-American, and the Asian-Americans. Wow. Right? So when he invited me down... The fair was just supposed to be for Latinos, right? And the Asian community got a hold of it and said, wait a minute. He's part Asian also, <laughs> right? He's part Filipino, so we want to honor him too. So they said, okay, come aboard. So now we had the Latino organization of the Smithsonian plus the, the Asian. So then after a while, the African-American Museum Got a hold of it. Said, wait a minute. His mother is black. She's from Newport News. You know, we want a piece of this. So they got it. So wow. I was represented by three different cultures. Amazing. And it was an amazing night that time. You know, Eduardo Diaz put that together and Theo Gonzalez. Wow. How awesome is that, mm-hmm. man? What? 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 what yeah. Matter of fact, the Young Lords went down there with Mickey Melendez. Oh, really? And the guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He was the host. Master of Ceremony. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. Awesome. That's incredible, man. So <laughs> you're, you're a national treasure. Yeah, hey, well, <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. They put the portrait that we did in 1965, and right next to Maya Angelou, Michael Jackson. Wow. You'll see the boys from a barrio in the middle. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. That's, that's yeah. incredible. What an honor, man. Amazing. Let's, round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. 
Thank uh, you out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. We had a call. We I want to say hello and thank you so very much for the call. The, the phone call, the phone has been off the hook uh, here uh, trying to get to uh, Joe Batan. Unfortunately, we can't talk while we're on the air, so you know, try to call when we're playing the music. Uh, we want to say hello to our good friend Peyton Graham. Thank you so very much for that call. Uh, he wants to speak to uh, and, and uh, say hello to Joe B- Batan. Yeah, hello, Peyton. <laughs> yes, and also Daniel Martinez. Uh, he wanted to call. He called and he says thank you for the music and the great memories. And he wanted to speak to Joe and he says hello. Okay, hello there. God bless. And uh, he wants to know about. He wants me to play Shaft if I have it, and I definitely have it. And we are going to play it. And you want to speak on that? Uh, yeah. On that song? Well, Shaft. there you go again. Um, <laughs> I was great in covering songs. Mm-hmm. Right, and I said, "Well, look, nobody has done this in a Latin style." It was a big hit by Isaac oh, Hayes, yeah. right? Right, right. So Tito Puente stops me in, in uh, Tim Pan Alley, and he says, "Hey, Joe, <laughs> give me the arrangement for that song. I want to do it." So you know, of course, at that time, for Shaft, yeah. Oh, really? So he says, "So at that time, you know, we didn't have any music, you know, or, mm-hmm. or, or charts. It was all done by head." Wow. So somebody told Joe Cuba, he says, uh, we just made that song up in the studio. He said, get out of here, man. You didn't make up that song. He says, yeah, Joe Batan just gave directions, and that's how we put it down, man. So Puente wow. used to follow me around. Where's the arrangement? Really? And, I, and I was too embarrassed to tell him, there was no arrangement. We did it from our head, you know what wow. I mean? So Chef Amazing. became a, a, a number one on Dick Ricardo and Symphony City Show. Wow, mm-hmm. amazing. So, well, let's go with that song. Let's give it a listen. Here we go, Joe Batan and his rendition of Shaft. Bye-bye.
Maestro Joe Batan, baby. Yes, yeah, indeed. All right, Louis. Awesome, 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 man. I want to say hello and uh, shout out real quick to uh, Freddie Velez, a good friend of our Caviola Musica family. He's part of the family here. Uh, he says, thank you for bringing him back uh, to Memory Lane with Gypsy Woman. He loves right. the song. <laughs> and that's not me. That's my man, Joe. <laughs> And Eddie Cruz, he says uh, he loves that album. Uh, he's he's talking about the uh, uh, he wants to hear uh, Papa Torrico Boy, and we'll play oh, that yeah, in a little while. Yeah, yeah, definitely a great song. 
Mm-hmm. But um, we're gonna you're gonna tell us a couple of stories, and then gonna, we're gonna go into another song uh, right after that. Well, you, you know, say, I'm as good as, as the stories that or the questions that you ask me. So if you ask me a question, I can answer. I understand you speak uh, fluent Russian. Mir Druzhbab Solidaridad. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> I only learned three words. Man. That that was a story when um after and people don't know this, I did the first major concert in New York, right at Shea Stadium. Wow. Now you have to understand, I I, I was on my own. I had left Fania, and I had to make a way for myself. So. I, I don't know if you remember, Bachelors 3. There was Joe Namath, the football player. They all used to hang out there. Uh. And there were these high rollers in there. And I heard them talking, and they said, hey, you got to meet these guys, you know? So, yeah, okay. So I met the guys, and then I was telling them about my idea that I wanted to do a Latin soul concert. I wanted to fuse Latin and soul. And they said, yeah, well, we know somebody, you know, put you in the stadium. I said, bet. The next thing I knew, I was working with the Concert Corporation of America. And they had access to Shea Stadium. And they said, we're going to do this concert now. When everybody heard that I was involved in this project, they started throwing all kinds of daggers at me. I mean, he's no promoter. Watch your money. Don't play for him. Don't do it. They tried everything under the sun to sabotage me with this concert at Shea Stadium. Amazing. I hired La Lupe, Eddie Palmieri. I got... Malo to come from California. Nice. <laughs> I played. I think Hector Labo was there also. Wow. Uh, Dakota Staten. And, and I put all these bands. And I had the concept using one band, have all the acts. Nobody was doing that. Mm. So here it is. I said, if I come off with this, I'm going to have enough money to start a South Soul record label like mm. Motown. That was my dream, what wow. I wanted to do. And I said, this is how I could make the money. So I visioned 40,000 people, you know, wow. So that day, I became a promoter. I promoted all over the city. I did a promoter in the Puerto Rican Day Parade. I mean, I went to every nightclub in in New York, right? The place was all over the place. Mm. The concert day came, and it rained like cats and dogs. It was the day that they went to the moon. Don't ask me if that caused the rain, <laughs> but it rained everywhere but Shane Stadium. We only drew 15,000 people, right? Wow. Marlo went out onto the field, and they told the audience to come down. They destroyed the field. Wow. Caused the damage. After that, I was mm. heartbroken, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because my dream that I had worked for nine months didn't materialize. Wow. Right? And then I had went against all the opposition that the record labels didn't want me to be successful because they said, who's he? He's only a musician. Mm. How dare him try to be a promoter? And I, I, I had a couple of dollars and I was offered to go to Moscow by Angela Davis. Wow. And I said, I'm going. So he said, Joe, you can't go. I said, what do you mean? <laughs> See, that's a communist country. I said, I don't care what it is, man. I, I just blew his rain on my parade. Mm. I'm leaving. I got to get my head clear. He says, you can't go there, man. They're going to label you as a communist. I said, get out of there. I'm no communist. I just want to go. Right? Mm -hmm. So I convinced four guys in my band to come with me. I didn't have no passport. So they arranged for the flight. It was taken off. 
and I had no passport. And they said, he doesn't have a passport. You can't go. I don't know what she did. She called a red line to Moscow, and they got me permission to fly without a passport. Wow. The next thing I knew, I landed in East Berlin. Now, you got to understand, 1973, hmm. the wall is there. Mm -hmm. So you can't go over there. But this woman had so much power over there, Angela Davis, that she had carte blanche. Wow. So we went through Checkpoint Charlie, <laughs> and as you leave Western Germany, everything is like New York color and stuff. But when you got to the east, it turned gray, and that's wow. all you saw. They didn't have coal. Uh, they didn't have ice. Oh my God! They never saw an afro. <laughs> Everybody stopped me on the street to touch my hair. What? I was a celebrity, <laughs> right? I brought the riot album with me. And they wow. stopped me with the military saying that I was bringing propaganda. Oh, wow. Right? Because you see, if you look at the riot yeah, album, yeah. it shows like everybody's fighting with guns and stuff, right? I said, no, this is a song of joy. So they let me in the wow. country. And I sang for the GDR, the president back that time when uh, uh, half of Germany was. And they gave me a standing ovation. Amazing. And Amazing. I got the idea of translating peace, friendship, solidarity into four different languages. Spanish, uh English, Russian, and German. Wow. And it was a big hit. And uh, they filmed that. To this day, we're looking for where the film is. Oh, wow. And who that person. We tried to get in touch with Angela Davis. Of course, she's out there in the West Coast, but mm -hmm. no luck. You know, to this wow. day, we're still trying to find that footage. So after that, they said, Joe, do you want to keep going? I said, what do you mean? He said, we're going to Moscow. I said, Moscow? <laughs> so the band said, no, we're not going. So I went by myself. Really? And here I was in Red Square under Lenin's tomb, right? And I didn't believe. I said, you mean they got a body in there that's frozen? <laughs> and the lions were down the wall. I saw the old church that's there in Red Square. Mm -hmm. And wow. um, I think I took a drink of vodka. I never drank vodka <laughs> like they have in Moscow because you don't have a hangover. There's really? no hangover with their with their vodka, wow. right? And, and And I learned that and then... Uh, I was looking for people to stop me like you hear with the CIA and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it didn't happen. Whether it was propaganda or not, I don't know. To this day, I don't know. Wow. But uh, Amazing. they said that we were being followed. Right? To this day, I'm sure I can go to the archives with the Freedom of Information Act mm -hmm. and see what, what transpired during that time. Because I went with the 10th Youth World Festival. And uh, with a bunch of kids that, you know, were looking and activists of, of rights that we didn't get here in America. And we wanted mm -hmm. to find out how the other side lived. And it was an experience. Wow. I wouldn't change it for anything. Amazing, man. Mm -hmm. That's so, so amazing. That's crazy. And, and at that time, I mean, you, we were <laughs> mortal enemies. I'm you know? telling you, they were wow. telling me, you won't come back, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing, man. Mm -hmm. So cool. So, such great stories. We have... Uh, uh, someone wanted to hear a song, and uh, the uh, and we wanted to hear about the song "What Good Is a Castle." Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is that a was written song. on uh, the sixth floor of a tenement where I lived in 104th Street on the east side of the barrio. <laughs> and I looked out the window. I don't know if my head was feeling good, you know, but I looked out in the street <laughs> and I saw the dirt. Mm -hmm. I saw the dirt move, and I'm telling my friend Chubby, I said, "Chubby, come here." He said, "What?" I said, the dirt is moving in the streets. He said, get out of here, man. What are you on, man? I said, look, I'm telling you, 
that dirt down there is moving from side to side. I could see it. And he says, why do you waste your time with fantasy? Why don't you write a song? So I got on the piano and I started thinking. I said, what good is this without that? And what good is that without this? Mm -hmm. And I said, whoa, let me put this to music. And then I got the chords and then the rest is history. Wow. It became number one on Dick and uh, Symphony Sid's show. Amazing. And to this day, it's, it's, it's a favorite. Absolutely. And then again, Joe Batan style, I did it as a ballad, and then I brought it up to cha-cha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Let's listen to that. What good is the castle? Joe Batan. Bapaja. Oh, no, no. 
time you watch them It starts to rain Hey, 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 hey Oh, 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 oh. Hey, hey, Yes, indeed. Beautiful, beautiful song by Joe Batan, Maestro Joe Batan, What Good is a Castle? <laughs> Amazing. Says he wrote it in, in the apartment on 104th Street That's in right. El Barrio, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Unre- unbelievable, man. How cool is that? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful ballad. And uh, we, we appreciate you again being here, Joe. Uh, Maestro, we, we truly appreciate you being here. I, I am thrilled and I am honored to be here interviewing you playing your music and so is a lot of people as you saw the the phone was <laughs> ringing left and right <laughs> well you reminded them not to touch that dial that's right don't <laughs> touch that dial <laughs> that's right that's the, the that's the working title for his book he says yeah, that's Maybe. right don't touch that dial <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome funny 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 but yeah man that's a beautiful song um we're we have uh what is it i'm so young right I'm s- I wish you love is what yeah. I'm going to play, I believe, right? Right. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, it has two parts, and uh, it has to. Well, you, you want to explain that why why you went that way? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, as you see, the Jobatan style was always anything that you did slow, you could do fast. Mm-hmm. So if I did the ballad slow, I could do a cha cha, and then I found out well, if I do it slow, I could do it in mambo too. Right. Right. So this is what we did with I Wish You Love. It was a standard <laughs> back then and um it fitted in perfectly. You know, to this day it, it's it's a favorite where Absolutely. we can play. Mm-hmm. Let's give that a listen real quick. Here we go with I Wish You Love, parts one and two. You wanna come back after part two or, or just continue on from Any time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Thank you. 
Indeed, I wish you love, baby. The second part, rarely played. It doesn't get played that much, uh, but it's uh, an integral part of the song, and it goes uh, from one to the other, from the slow uh, version to the dance version. All right, that was Bobby Rodriguez on the sax. Amazing, yeah. you, you have know? a story about him. Don't yeah, you? well, Bobby, you know, Bobby <laughs> was a young kid. He won the music award when he was in school. Uh, I forget what school it was, Patrick Henry or somebody, and. Um, he was a youngster. He had his own little band. He was playing Tito Rodriguez songs when he was 13. Wow. He had a big band with his brothers. Amazing. And um, he started to play, and he said he could play the flute, but he had no flute. So I gave him his first flute, and the, and the same flute that he had <laughs> used, wow. he was using that I had given him. Amazing. So Bobby's on that record. So is Mel Rodriguez. Mel Rodriguez wow. was in the Army with Frankie Lyman. Yeah, so oh, these wow. guys got a lot of history. Amazing. Of course, there was Chucky, uh Quintero that was on that that record also. Robert Lemus, the late Robert Lemus who played with Johnny Colong and a lot of bands wow. was also on that record. You Amazing. know, Will Halls on guitar. A bunch of great guys Beautiful. that were responsible for that journey. You know? That's an amazing song, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> and and like you said, to go from the slow version mm -hmm. to the dance version, you know what I mean? Uh not too many people were doing that. You know, it's it's just one one song. And you know, two separate songs. You know, it's mm. not the same song in two ver in two versions. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, amazing. And uh, uh, we have uh, uh, my good friend uh, DJ Eddie Guaguanco Cruz he says he's enjoying the show. Loves you. His father loved uh, your your album, your albums, and he says uh, one of his father's and his favorite songs is Pa Puerto Rico Me Voy. Yeah, that's Puerto Ed Rico, Edwin and, uh, Torres. Mm -hmm. Edwin Torres was in the Dragons with me, so we were both <laughs> up in Caxaki, and he had a great voice. You know, wow. and wow. um. When he came home, uh, I said, you want to join the band? You could be the Latin singer, you know? So eventually Edwin sang, and he did that song. Of course, he he, he passed away, hmm. but uh, such a great talent was Edwin Torres. You know, he also did the Roberto Clemente Correct. song. Uh, the the, the eulogy for Roberto. Yeah, the yeah. eulogy, right. Mm -hmm. So that's starting to get played. Wow. But uh, I have it here also. Oh, that. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, great. man. Amazing. Yeah. Wow, amazing, man! So, so, dude, you, I, 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 I'm at a loss for words, as you can see. I, I'm, 
Starstruck. I mean, you you were you were one of my childhood idols, man. I mean, you know, I said listen to these albums and stuff and these songs, and I was like, wow, how cool is that? I mean, how what a great song and stuff, and you know, and and, and you're here, you know, with, with us you. and uh, sharing you. your experiences and your stories and your music with us, and I am so touched and in, in the corazón. Oh, man, glory really. to the big boss, man! I want to thank I mean, you. You know, he's working. You know, because you allowed me to be here, uh -huh. Uh -huh. which are you so gracious to have me, and I really appreciate. My family thanks you, It's my mother, <laughs> and everybody else. Thank you. No, we thank you. We thank you. And we're long, lifelong fans, and uh, you know, and there's many out there as you saw, and a lot of people were calling and, and texting and stuff. You know, they love you. you they, they love you, Joe. And, and and we need to do something like we were speaking yes. on before. You know, hopefully, well, stay tuned. Don't yeah. touch that dial because Louis <laughs> coming out with a major concert. All right. <laughs> Just awesome, stay tuned awesome. for more information. Yes, We're yes. working on it. <laughs> awesome. We're bringing Latin soul back to New York. Yes, indeed, baby. Boogaloo <laughs> and Shingaling, baby. Back here we go. That's right. <laughs> All right. Here we go with uh, Para Puerto Rico by Jovatan.
Yes, indeed, my beautiful people. We are back with Maestro Joe Batan. Yes, indeed. And uh, before I forget, which I did a little bit, WFDU, FM, and HD1, Teaneck. Uh, yes, indeed, we're back. Que viva la música, WFDU, 89.1 FM, with the Queen of Latin Radio, Vicky Sola, DJ Marisol Cedera Rodriguez, DJ Jose Calderon, and me right here, DJ King Louis, having an awesome time here, hanging out with Maestro Joe Batan, hearing his stories. Hearing his uh, his music and uh, wow, it's amazing, man! I am in heaven, cloud nine, without a doubt. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Thank you, Louis. <laughs> amazing. Of course, we have a uh, cool Ken Curtis and DJ Ed, uh, Eddie Ruiz from Mundo Salsa Radio here, hanging out too, enjoying the the vibe, baby, the 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 groovy time, baby. That's yeah. right. Don't touch Can that dial. Do <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. And um, as we hear in the background once again, Puerto Rico boy, beautiful song. Great song and nice guarachita there, very nice. I like it very much. And uh, you know, as I like all your music, I mean everything from the ballads, which uh, uh, we did we play. Yeah, we played some of them, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, we'll continue to, you know, uh, for a little while. But you want to play next? Uh, you're going to be closing out uh, the show soon uh, with mm -hmm. ordinary guy. You want to talk about ordinary yeah, guy? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, that was the first song that was on the Gypsy Woman album. And it was the last song that I recorded that day when I did the session. Oh, wow. So Pacheco was the musical director. Oh, okay. And wow. Herb Greenbaum was the musical engineer. So while I was there, I did wow. the whole album, right? People don't re realize. In what? In that one Yeah. Thing? So he, really? he looked at me and he said, <laughs> what are you doing? What? I said, well, I'm going to do the album. <laughs> he said, don't you want to take a rest? <laughs> so he didn't know that in my mind I was saying, Gee, I hope this guy don't change his mind. I'm going to finish this thing right now. <laughs> so I didn't know that you go and do the vocals later right, and right, you right. do the tracks. Wow. He says, wow. what about these guys? They, I said, they all got to play right now. He said, how are you going to do that? I said, they watch my hand signals. He said, wow. your hand signals. He said, I got to see this. So we recorded the whole album song after song. What? And he calls Jerry and he says, I don't know. This kid, man, he's got these guys. Like he gives the commands and they play the records. You know, wow. he said, how does it sound? He says, well, I don't know. He said, <laughs> so we got down to the last song. He said, your voice is starting to go, mm -hmm. right? And he said, I said, no, no, I could do it. He says, don't you want to come back and finish it? You know, we got time. Right. I said, no, no, because I thought they were going to change their mind, right? <laughs> so the original version of Ordinary Guy, you could hear me almost crying. Right? Wow. It's because I was losing my voice. Wow. Right? He says, leave that in. Amazing. He said, that's soulful. The, emo the <laughs> so, emotion in it. Wow. So that, that became part of the song. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. And uh, of course, Ordinary Guy is the most recorded song Joe Batan has ever done. I've done it maybe seven different ways. Right, right. I right. did it Bossa Nova. I did it in <laughs> Spanish. I did it Cha Cha. I did it Mambo. You wow. name it. Uh, Jerry Masucci was in love with that song. Amazing, man. Wow. <laughs> That's a great story, man. Thank you. Thank you. Let's sit, let's listen into to uh, Ordinary Guy by Joe Batan. Yeah, that's the other one. <laughs>
Having a good time over here with Maestro Joe Batan. It's an incredible honor <laughs> to have you here again and hanging out with us and telling us your stories and playing your music. I mean, it's it's a such an experience. Thank you so very much. Thank you for, for having me, for, Louis. For, for uh, being here. God bless you uh, to everybody out there that has been on my journey for the last 60 years. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Nothing's promised, but mm -hmm. hopefully uh, we'll have good things coming God willing, in the God future. Willing. God willing. We're going to see. Uh, uh, he, he graciously offered his services to come to back to the station and actually do a, an, an entire set of music that he's going to bring to the station. And that, that would be... <laughs> That yeah. would be so cool. Am I'm I going to bring all the Latin soul, the salsa stuff that we played back in the days and new stuff and introduce to the public like we did maybe four or five years ago on Vicky's show. Well, one is one of the biggest shows that she ever had. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it went around the world. So we're going to announce it Absolutely. Uh, in preparation when Ken works with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll set up a date then. God willing, I'll be back. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. That sounds like a plan, man. I can't wait for Thank that, you. man. You know, I can't wait for that. <laughs> because this music it, it, it's 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 iconic and and you know and it touches people in in ways that a lot of the music does not nowadays you know mm -hmm. and uh you know and, and it's, it's it's a blessing to have you here and we're so glad to have you here and it's an honor and we're so glad that you're going to come back soon God thank bless. you God bless. <laughs> All right. We have a song Ciao. here. Uh, anyone you want to say hello or goodbye to or shout out and Yeah, my wife. shout out to everybody at DJJ. Mm -hmm. That's where I used to work at at Spofford. Uh, mm -hmm. All the people at Raza All Stars and people around the world, uh, Northern Seoul, I mean, you name it, uh, Mission District, I mean, Texas, I mean, you name it, mm -hmm. Chicago, how you doing, California, <laughs> I'm coming soon. Awesome. Yeah, but, uh, right, El Barrio especially. Yes. And, of course, I'll be at St. Cecilia's on Sunday. Every Sunday I'm there at Mass, so you come oh. to the 9 o'clock Mass, you'll see me there. We can pray together. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Thank you, Maestro. God bless. Many blessings to you. 
Sasabrazos and blessings to you and your family. Of course, your, uh, your beautiful wife, Ivan. And uh, awesome. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much for, right. having for being here. We truly appreciate it. Like I say, I'm starstruck. <laughs> Ken, thank you so very much for hang, hanging yeah, out. All your anecdotes and stories also. And, uh, <laughs> so, you know, part of the family here, you, both of you guys, your family, Kevin, Viva La Musica family, of course. And I'm looking so looking forward to this, this next uh, show that you're going to do here. Soon, God willing. <laughs> God okay, willing. Papa. Thank you so very much. Just uh, say good. Uh, thank you and good night to you. And I will see you here soon. And I'm gonna next. The next song I'm gonna play is uh, "I'll Be Sweeter" uh, by Joe Batan.
WFDU FM and HD1 Tinek. Muchacho, yo, aquí el señor Tony Frisao, oye, pe.
by Joe Cuba Sextet. Oh, my God. Brings back good memories to be with you. You know, uh, <laughs> all our older uncles would sing, harmonize, you know, or at least try to. <laughs> Beautiful song. Uh, we just had a great interview and a good, uh, it was a hangout. It was, you know, like, a, you know, hanging out here at the station with Maestro Joe Batan, uh, Cool Ken Curtis, and Mundo Sasa Radio DJ Eddie, Eddie Ruiz, and he's right here with me. And how you feeling, bro? How, how was that, huh? Wow, this was fantastic. <laughs> it was awesome. 
Right? Thank you, bro. I mean, we had a great time. Uh, the stories. Uh, like I said, we should have a podcast of this thing so we could... <laughs> you could you could have two shows. You could have all music with Joe Batang mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. just an interview and just let him talk because the stories... Right? It was phenomenal. Amazing, man. The guy's worldwide, man. You know, the original Mr. Worldwide, like I said before, man. He's, he's incredible. He's got some great stories and he's a great human being, man, you know? Awesome. Great humanitarian and a great... Uh, uh, ambassador of this music of ours, you know. I Him mean, and Ken Ken were like right? they they were great. They were awesome. It's like they knew me for many years. Right, so right. Phenomenal. I, I words can't even express. It's it. amazing. I mean, usually you know not, uh, when I find meet someone that I've met through Vicky Sola, you know, or th- through the show Vicky Sola show Que Viola Musica, whose legacy we're continuing here is a. Uh, it's a beautiful person, man. It's, it's yeah. you know, someone like, you fit right in like like you, you knew each other for years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have that yep. music in common, and, and it's a beautiful thing. It brings us together, the love of the music, the love of the, the, the this culture of ours. And, uh, you know, it, it's like, you know, kindred spirits. It's incredible. No you know? way, no <laughs> way would I ever imagine when I was a kid listening to Joe Batang, listening to his albums, mm-hmm. That years later, I'm in the same room with him. He's telling me stories about some of these songs. Right, right. It's amazing. It's so cool. So cool, man. Yeah, we had a great uh, uh, afternoon here with him and Ken. And, uh, you know, we played some music from the 60s era. We're going to go into the 70s now, 70s, 80s. And, uh, you know, for the last, well, my God, it's the last half hour already. My God. His ties fly. I was going to go 70s, 80s, and 90s, and 2000s. Well, I don't have time for that. That's another show. Anyway, let's, <laughs> enough blah, blah, blah. Let's continue with the music. Let's get into some 70s stuff, my beautiful people, right here at Que Viva La Musica, WFDU, the, I mean, 89.1 FM. And then you can also listen on WFDU.FM uh, if you're not on the uh, one of the apps or the uh, internet. Okay? Vamos pa' encima. Let's go, baby. Dale, dale duro. Let's go.
A mi sana le dice 
nada más que un...
mundo se está quejando Que no puede vacilar
Yeah, baby. Yes, indeed. Que viva la música. WFDU 89.1 FM in the New York metro area with the Queen of Latin Radio, Vicky Sola, DJ Marisol Saldero Rodriguez, DJ Jose Calderon, and me right here, DJ King Louie. In the house, baby, with my man, DJ Mundo Salsa Radio, DJ Ed, Eddie Ruiz. What's up, Bobby? Hey, que pasa? All right, all right. I want to mention real quick. Congratulations to the WFDU Knights. Congratulations on their big win yep. last night. That Amazing. Was a good, that was a really good game. Amazing. Congratulations and much, much continued success. God bless them, man. That's awesome. That was a great game, they yeah. tell me, man. I, I missed real, it. Ew, they were dominant. Wow, man. Yeah, that's what I hear they, through the whole game and stuff. So that's great. Congratulations to the Knights. Uh, I want to say hello and uh, uh, David Cedeno to and Wilfredo Lugo. They're going to be playing tonight. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, at the Irish Festival at South Amboy, New Jersey, front of the YMCA at 1 p.m. And that's uh, 